ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he, she's, they's, ifs, ands, buts, uh, thems, they's, hers, hims, binaries, non-binaries. Toasters! Whatever you identify as. Have we got a motherfucking deal for you? This is 2G's podcast coming at you live, interrupting your favorite motherfucking show for a little update here. We've got a special, special deal for you. From 9-12 to 9-26 with our lovely friends at uh, Hemp Good CBD. If you go over there and you use the code, you know the code 2G's for CBD. We tell you all about it. You motherfucking love it. If you go over there from 9-12 till 9-26, you will get a special extra discount. You will get 20% off. <gasps> That's right. I said twenty-two o percento for our, our our Spanish speakers. Twenty percent off, so you can get that good stuff to help yourself relax, treat yourself, get yourself some some pre rolls, get yourself some bath bombs, get yourself some some of them uh, the melatonins, get you some drops, get you all that good stuff that helps keep you chill and make you feel nice. So once again, two G's for CBD. Starting on nine twelve, going till nine twenty six, get you that that little extra something something for a little bit of extra twenty percent off. And treat yourself. God damn it! It's just everywhere. Yeah, it's all right. We have a full house today. Ain't nothing wrong with that. We're still open hours. Yeah, yeah. We're like middle of the fucking day. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Two G's and a mic podcast coming to ya. Hi. How you doing? Yay. Yay. We got Eagly on the show again. Always a treasure. Always, always a treasure. Yes. I want to look for the the one where he's in his tidy white. The John Cena in his underwear one. Yeah. Possibly the one where he's giving him a hug. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, that's the one I, I legitimately, the one I want is when Eagly's hugging him. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that day now. See, jokes we got funny. jokes. We got jokes. Uh-huh. Now, actually, right now, yes, we are during business hours, which is, you know, we like to tackle something. Like, legitimately, there's one dude working. <laughs> right. <laughs> Out of the whole south, there's one dude working right now. Okay, so, so one's gone. And it's just one, right? Everybody's here today. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, yeah. Besides, besides uh, Six Flags, yeah, everybody else is here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, we do have the owner in the shop today, Mr. Frank, and he's actually getting a haircut by... We, we got the whole fam family in here today, so yeah, it's all good. The Montgomery right. family up in the house right now. It's cool. All kinds of motherfuckers up in here. It's good. Fucking chance. Dude, that's the funny thing that fucked me up, is I walked in and I was like, who the fuck is... Why, why is somebody doing a haircut in, in the fucking booth? And I was like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the family. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> It just took me a minute. I mean, it looks like he's doing a good job. I mean, we're actually witnessing well, the. It, cuts he's he's 100% trying to fix some shit that the last person did. Please don't tell me the last person is. Look, I don't know. I don't know who who did the last one, but I can see that. I can see very well that he's focused very hard on trying to fix it up, do something with it, so next time he can fix it 100. percent Okay. Oh, he's. Dope. It's kind of it's kind of like the first step of a cover up where you're like, okay, I just got to go through and I got to make these lines a little bit a little bit bolder, and then next time we'll go through and we'll do all the color work, so that way it really covers it. <laughs> <laughs> it finally brings it up. Yeah, yeah. You just got to take that first shot. Be like, okay, all right, well, we're just gonna do this, and the next time we'll actually fucking fix it. So. You know, we'll, we'll get you through so it looks clean for now. <laughs> this motherfucker. Donut. He's driving down to work today, and I'm driving in the same town. I'm heading the other way, and I fucking stick my head out the window and drive past him. He didn't even acknowledge. Just keep driving and shit. But has he seen the <laughs> No, that's what I I came, I came in and started fucking with him about it. <laughs> hey, hey, Wuta. Donut. <laughs> See, we try to get yeah, yeah. donut. Yeah, I was, I was fucking with him about it when donut. I came in here. I was like, it's fine. You haven't seen my new car yet. So he doesn't even yeah. know. Well, I mean, fucking Dave didn't even know about it till I drove in the other day. He that whole time we were talking about car problems. He thought I was talking about the mag, not the new one. Oh, yeah, I was talking about yeah how I was talking about the overheating situation and shit like that. He thought that was about the mag, not about not about the hot. Okay. Yeah. Damn. And now you got a car back. It's yeah. working fine. Oh yeah, it's fucking pretty. Ah. Oh. There's all kinds of shit. It's fucking stupid. Okay, guys. So all the I, up there, yeah, I have light up, have... dude. I have light up cup holders, bro. Like at night when the when the light, like the dash lights kick color. on, and fucking, I have a little fucking like infinity symbol in my fucking cup holder, so you can see where they are in the, in the darkness. Can do, do you do, can you change the colors? 
Uh, I don't know. I haven't figured out that, dude. There's still some. I just barely figured out today that I can control my AC and everything, and I don't have to do it from the controls right there. I can do it from the LCD screen. It's in my fucking thing. So there's the controls right there, and then up above it in the screen, I can just hit climate, and it gives me all the same options right there. And it doesn't do nothing here? Like, it's not a turn dial or anything? Oh, there's all kinds of buttons and dials down here, or I can just do it from the screen. Hmm. But are, they're not the ones where they just start from one side to the other, right, and end? No, there's one knob that like train like, but it's it's because it's got independent like passenger and and driver can have their own settings for it and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's why you can do it from the screen. Okay, so your first car was a Ford. My very first car was a '79 Ford F-150. Okay, with three on the tree. Okay, we're gonna compare your first car to your car now. We're gonna compare my first car. There's dude, there is no comparison. I know, like none at all. Look how much the automobile industry has evolved since then yeah i mean back then would you think you would have a computer in your car that you can control everything and dude this is this this is the first car that i've had where like the electronics don't piss me off okay like everything else i've had that like that had electronics and i'm like i know they're gonna fucking suck they're gonna be dude they're gonna do dumb shit it's gonna fucking annoy the fuck out of me okay but this one i am like okay i get it like this is the first car that i've ever had they're like this car is too nice for me Really? Yeah. This is the one. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this, I don't know. This is, it's all leather. I've got heated and cooled seats. I've got fucking like light up cup holders. When the interior lights come on, like the, there's a little light blue light that shines behind my handle to open my door so you can see where that's at. Fucking, I've got like independent like heating and cooling in the back seats and shit. And I'm, what happened to Chrysler, bro? Tell me. The back in the day, there was not a car that was just Cadillac still rolling the same way it is, Lincoln still rolling. In the same way it is. You know what's funny, dude, is, is, is I, I, I stopped at Maverick today to put in gas, and I had a I had a 2018 Cadillac parked on the other side of the, the gas pump from me. And the dude legit was like, that's a, that's a nice that's a nice car. I'm like, oh, yeah. Thanks, man. He's like, what, what year is that? I'm in 2013. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, what about you? He's like, yeah, mine's a 2018. I'm like, oh shit! No. I was like, it's it's a it's a nice ride. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know, but he's like, I I like yours is a little bit bigger and boxier. Like I, I think I like yours a little bit more than mine. Mine's too sharp and angular. And it was a Cadillac. Yeah, and it was a Caddy. And I mean, it was it was a nice looking car. But see, here's the thing about mine is, is even the specific year I have is is the one that the guys make the analogy of is that a that the 300 looks like a looks like a ghost until a ghost pulls up next to it. <laughs> so it looks like a fancy your car than it is until the net until the fancier car pulls up next to it okay so yeah. i mean and that's I, what I, happened at maverick yeah yeah like he, the dude had a brand new like a 2018 escalade and was fucking like dude that's a fucking really nice car but his is like that pearlescent cadillac fucking white color uh -huh. but and everything is like really sharp like his hood had like nine different fucking bends in it and shit oh shit and he's like i like yours yours is just like in like a like a car I'm like, well, yeah, it's like a fucking car, bro. Like, yours, yours is designed like a jet fighter. Mine's designed to be a, just a really comfy sedan. And that's that's what I mean is where did this come from? Where did Chrysler just finally say, you know what? We need to have some class. They 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 finally understood, I think, in like the, the early 2000s that they make cars for old people and gangsters. Because <laughs> we both drive the same way. How how would you like to be in half of those meetings, bro? You know, half of those board meetings, like, look, I know you're not going to like this, but I, our clientele. I, I would have loved to be in the board meeting for the new Ford Bronco and just slap the shit out of everybody in that boardroom. Especially the ones that wanted the white colored ones. I'm surprised you want one at all. The, the ones that suddenly want to make that Ford Bronco like the like half a size of the Bronco 2 from the early 70s. The new fucking Ford Bronco is tiny. Oh, they're not the they're not gonna be the same size as the full size ones, dude. I guarantee you, you drove past them now and didn't realize that it was a Bronco because they're that fucking small. Oh my god, they're oh. they're the size of like a Forerunner. They needed they needed to go full size. Oh yeah, no, dude, they they didn't go mid size, bro. Like the the new Broncos, the, the new Broncos are like if you bought like a like a like a half scale Ford Bronco, <laughs> it's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> okay. It's like if if I wanted to buy a Bronco two, but I wanted to to look new and I wanted to be almost the same size as a Bronco two, but probably about three feet smaller. It's like that. So it's smaller than a Bronco two. Yeah, yeah, it, dude. It's it's like it, it's the size of like a fucking Jeep. I swear to God. Sam's Sam's truck. Yeah, something like that. They're like that size. 
That, that's just like, yeah, the same thing they did with the new Chevy Blazer when they dropped it. That's just lazy riding. Bro. Yeah, I don't well, get I, absolutely. The Chevy Blazer is it? That's not full size either, right? No, it's literally about the same size as the Bronco, which is probably about the same size as like it, like it, like Sam's Jeep or like a Jeep Patriot. Seeing back in Kansas, everybody always had like Broncos and yeah. Ford F one fifty, Chevy Blazer, Chevy, fucking yeah, Silverados. Yep. but they they would get them like two wheel drive so they could slam them. But uh-huh. they put those fat fat rims on. Yeah, and you get those big old fat deep dish bitches on them, dude. They make those both four wheel drive and two wheel drive, dude. They'll sell those motherfuckers. Yeah. Just don't that, that small? Yeah, yeah. See, and like, like that's the thing that gets me is like right up here by uh where that stone place is, and then there's the pawn shop and the hi hat cafe. Yeah, there's an old school like Chevy Blazer sitting right there. So right before I get to my turn. Yeah, yeah. Like you look off to the left on your way home, you'll see it. It's it's black and it's old and it's beat up, but that's an old school Chevy Blazer. Okay. And it's twice the size of all these new Broncos and shit that they're dropping easily. Oh, yeah. I remember them old yeah. 80s models and yeah. everything. See, and that, that's the thing is like when me and before me and my ex split up and we first got that new car, it was it was, it was from shit, some shit dealership that was janky as fuck when we got that Mercury Sable. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to get that in a free car. Don't know how that fucking worked. <laughs> but they were, well, the car they, that I picked out was a Nissan Sentra because it was like the third car that I ever had was a Nissan Sentra. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, I'd drive that back and forth. It was when I was still working for CBI, so I had to drive to Salt Lake every day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was giving me that. We get on gas. Well, we went to pick it up and they had sold it. They would sold the center. So I'm like, okay, so what the fuck else? And I found a uh, an old Dodge Ram Charger, the the big fucking uh, truck version that looks like the Chevy Cheryl Blazer. It's got the big fucking Rams head on there and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I was like, cool, I'll take that. That was the same type of vehicle that I would get drove home in when I was going to that Christian youth group yeah. in Kansas. That's so crazy. Yeah, the, yeah. the Ram one. Yep, I did. And fucking, it, it didn't start. I was like, tow it to my house. It's fine. And it sat there at my house for like six months and it never got started. And I, I wish I could have got that thing to run because I'd still be driving that bitch now. I'd have drove that thing to the fucking ground. It was so cool because it was all white, beat up with a fucking burgundy interior. It was the Dodge one. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was the Dodge. It was like one of the Dodge Power Wagons is, is what they were, but it had like the, the, the full square body. Did you ever see the red uh, fire engine looking? Excuse me. The Dodge that came out and it had the sides, it even had the mufflers on the side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad had one. Yeah. Yeah. And when him and my mom split up in Texas, she burned it down. Oh, no. That was one of the first. This is funny that we're bringing up this shit because she sold that. Yeah. She had the title set up to where it was Susie and or Walter. So she went out and just boom, sold it. He was fucking pissed. Then when she lived in Kansas, we had a Ford Bronco. This is why I know the full size of those ones. Yeah. Great fucking trucks. And they split up. And like the next day, the brother came over. Him, my step uncle. And he was like, yeah, and I came over to get the Bronco. And she's like, well, too bad. It's gone. And he's like, what do you mean? I sold it. Um, That, that was Juan's truck. She's like, no, it wasn't. It was both of ours, and my name was on it too. So, no, it's gone. Yeah, he Damn. did. And then it, it, she sold it to somebody who he worked with, but it would like go oh, for real? the beef packing plant. <laughs> she was in the fab, he was in the kill floor. But yeah, like every once in a while, if he was just driving around, he'll see it in the parking lot. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> so I mean, good on your mom, but that's fucked up. That's dirty as shit. Be like, no, I'll sell it to you. You gotta look at this motherfucker. I'll sell it to somebody. You see it. Oh man, she was. That's dirty. And I just, okay, so coming back to these things, I have a, I want to start this out by saying like, you know how you have like these two brothers and you know them, like they're friends and one of them's like, yeah, party animal, I'm fucking down, you just go do this shit. The other one's like, yeah, cool, you know, that's cool, you know, I'll go hang out every once in a while, yeah. Oh, I'll have a beer, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the chill ones, but they're not the heavy alcoholic ones, not the loud mouth. Okay, well, back in Kansas, after my mom and my stepdad had my brother, they were trying to figure out who to baptize him. Well, there was these two brothers, Fernando and Chava. I can't remember his real name, but they called him Chava because it was just short for Francisco, I think. Yeah. So it was Fernando and his brother. I'm, I'm sorry. It was short. What? Chava. 
uh-huh is yeah. short for francisco well, that's what i recall <laughs> no dude there was like four different like how thing, pon- ponchos it's not me. even the same letters bro I, I, like <laughs> tell me poncho in francisco. that's supposed to be like my name's mike but everybody calls me rufus is for exactly. short like yeah how the fuck does that work i'm still trying to figure that one out <laughs> but yes so there was fernando and chava okay they both had blazers chava. they both had chevy blazers silverados okay. the whole cover one was blue with like a black stripe down the middle and the other one was brown with like a tan stripe down the middle mm. Ex- almost exactly the same same sound same wheels everything yeah. you could tell who it was by the color yeah so one day my mom and my stepdad are just having this conversation in the living room and they're like so who are we gonna have to baptize I, well i want fernando no i don't want fernando i want chava and my stepdad wanted chava because he knew him first and then my mom was like no i want fernando because he's got a steady family he's got you know good shit on yeah. not an alcoholic and she would just keep fighting him and fighting him and finally one day they were coming over and juan my stepdad knew it all of a sudden chava's pulling up and um i can't who pulled they were both pulling up to the house at the same time but one got out and came in first and my stepdad was just laying on the on the couch not looking at the door and mind you they sounded the same too if you knew what they sounded like you could distinctively yeah. but yeah all of a sudden fernando comes walking in hey what's going on guys starts talking up and my stepdad oh we're just here trying to let you guys know who we're picking for to be the godfather and he's like oh yeah he goes we're gonna pick you and my mom was just like <laughs> like she was the happiest like oh my god you don't know what you just fucking admitted to so she's like he's like oh my god really he got happy he ran over to my mom hugged my mom as soon as he ran over to my stepdad he's like oh shit oh shit like he was just like oh in fucking shock because he didn't realize it was fernando (laughs) so he fucked that one up himself there you go (laughs) but yeah it was just the most weirdest thing because i i could tell who the dead yeah well it's it's like the twins that i grew up with i could tell them apart Mm -hmm. like just by their voice written yeah and, and they're identical they're identical twins really yeah well both both of the hogue twins that i grew up with justin and jason and they look exactly like oh yeah but you can tell the difference yeah. between everything or yeah well dude i've known them since i was like three okay like so it's just one of those things like i could i could tell the difference in in what the, is it in their, in their measured speak what they have different cadences in how they talk oh okay so it's almost like the flow yeah okay yep. it wasn't one had a deeper tone or whatever do they no, say the same tone th- yeah they sound yeah like almost dead on similar like for for a long time they did and then one of them learned how to sing one of them learned how to play the guitar one of them was like all kicks and kung fu shit and the other one was like boxing and and wing chun and hands and shit like that one of them went on a mission one of them stayed home and kind of partied with us okay and now they're both they're both now they're both in the military joined have family wife kids and super good like straight up just the hell of fathers like great dudes but i know i always knew that but they're they've, they've always had like these weird pasts where they travel similar but they're not exactly the same thing like and, and they do like i remember they used to have fights where like they try and kill each other damn yeah okay so other than just like the cadence but okay let me backtrack this with you though you have been mistakenly for my brother oh yeah yeah but by looks and by voice yeah so you guys sound alike yeah can you hear it i i do i do hear it. like watching the videos back and stuff like that when i when i listen to the podcast or if i listen to like the the short videos and new stuff mm-hmm. there's stuff that i'll hear them like fuck i do sound just like him Okay. Yeah, there's legitimately there shit that I'm like, oh god damn it, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Just as long as you don't think like him, bro. That's all. That's all. Well, see, and, and here's the thing is like I he he popped by the other day. Uh oh. No. Like he was, I was, it was before I got my car back and he popped by, he had just got himself a new truck. Okay. So him and him and the kids popped by and he was like, oh, Tom, I come out. And we sat and bullshitted for 15, 20 minutes. Totally cool. Like it's, it's just one of those things that there's certain things that if we, if we don't talk about this, things are just fine. Mm-hmm. It's just, we have to com- kind of compartmentalize certain things that we're just like, I'm not going to talk about it with you. I'm just not like, I, I've got, I got nothing but love for him, but there's just certain shit that I'm like, I refuse to fucking talk to you about it, dude. 
I just, I fucking can't. <laughs> but it's the same thing with, with my dad. Okay. Like, I love my dad to death, but I won't talk, like, religion or gay marriage or shit like that with my dad. If you do, does he just start getting, like, well, yeah, I just, that, that's not how we Well, it's like, it's just he, he doesn't understand it. Like, my, you got to understand, my dad's almost 90. Yeah, he's. My, my dad's, like, was born in 34. So he was alive and old enough for for World War Two, like to go to witness it. Yeah, yeah. Like my 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 mom remembers the Korean War, like when it actually like she was in like fifth grade when the Korean War happened and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So like my my parents are both old and and up there. So it's it, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like yeah, my dad was born in thirty four. There's it's it's just one of those things that like we just don't talk about. Like, and it's not that he's racist or homophobic or anything like that. It's just no. it's just something that he doesn't understand the same way. Like he's he's open to it. And he understands. He's like okay, you know whatever. Blah blah blah. blah. I'm not saying my dad's a racist bigot or anything like that. It's just that he doesn't. He's not as open to it as I am. Like he just flat out doesn't understand it because he's had 80 years of we just didn't know it is what it is. So it's just one of those things that I'm like, I, I'm, I'm not going to try to educate you. You're almost 90. Do what you're going to do. It's fine. Does he still try to educate you? No. Oh, okay. No. No. When did that stop about when you left the church or? No, it was, it was in all, in all honesty, bro, probably wasn't until I had Gabe. Like up until then, like they, they, my dad and my mom were still kind of like, oh, you know, like your church this and blah, blah, blah. And my dad was a little bit more adamant about it, but it was just one of those things that like once I became a parent and I would be like, look, cause they asked, like, do you want Gabe to be blessed? I was like, no. I was like, oh, he doesn't need to be blessed. He's fine. Like, what do you think about church? I don't know if he wants to go, he can go. Reality. I'm like, what? I was like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's not a thing that I don't need it. He doesn't need it. He'll grow up just fine. He'll he'll know right from wrong. It's it's not like we need Jesus for it. Yeah. So. Because it won't. Oh, what's up, Donut? What's up, Donut? Come come say hi, bro. You got sober. You got sober. Oh, I'm I'm sober. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah, I am. I mean, Oh, during the summer, cruel summer, dude. Is this donut talk? Like, is this what you sprinkle and shit when you talk to your clients? Like, yo, I just I saw this new pizza. It was like the doughiest, awesomest, like just cheesiest. Did I tell you about the new pizza that I found? Dude, have you seen the Red Barons? The the Red Baron made a new pizza. It's called like a, I don't remember what it's called, man. It's oh, they're they're fully loaded or something like that. Like that thick. New York style ones. Yeah. Well, no, they're like like just the crust, like all the way around. Like the whole fucking thing is like that thick, and it's got like toppings like that high. Oh, so oh, they're fucking delicious. And you already had one, dude. I fucking had like twelve of them. They're fucking delicious. How big are they? They're like, they're like that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, they're square. Oh. Okay. Damn, they're good. Damn. Yeah, they get shit. So yeah, that was Donut, who you just heard up on the show here. We're still giving out the special. I have no so, idea what the fuck he just said. I don't either. That's why I was like, <laughs> hmm. but yes, come on in, ask for the Donut special. He already get. He did clarify with me yeah. that he will be hooking it up with the discount when they know. So come on in, ask for Donut. Ask for the donut discount off the 2G's podcast. Speaking of discounts. Yes. It starts when? It starts soon. Yeah. All right. So, y'all, everybody, real quick, let me just send out the shout outs to shout the sponsors. Uh, we have Frankie's Tattoo Parlor out in Clearfield. <sighs> oh, man. There's just so. Hey, Frankie. That's okay. Uh, yeah, Frankie's Tattoo Parlor out in Clearfield, Utah. <clears throat> Eight great artists. Check them out. 801-773-7651. Walk-ins usually available. And then we got Lane Vision Network, always helping us out with our podcast needs. Thank you very much. Check them out on all platforms. Uh, he's got some specials going on for some videos right now, so check them out. And then we've got YouTube, Jeff Knuckles TV, if you guys want. Check us out. And we got a little mini movies on there. You guys can have fun with that. And then, of course, little features of the podcast that we've done so far. And then last, we've got, yes, the Hemp Good CBD. Two Gs for CBD. Take advantage of that. And for the date is 9-12. So coming up here on the 12th of September, 
And for two weeks, up until the 26th, when you put in that code, you will actually get 20% off. So check that out. It's an unlimited supply of usages. Go ahead and check it out. Have fun with it. I have recently gone through the whole tattoo bomb. Yeah. Everybody that I used it on all told me that it didn't make their tattoos itch. So it's a great idea for that. You use the pre-rolls and I, I melatonins. Have, I, I have the pre-rolls, I have the melatonins, and I have the daily drops. So I, I use all of those. I'm working on getting me a bathtub that I can fit in, so then I will start using the bath bombs. <laughs> oh my god. So it's no, so you guys do have a shower though, at least, right? Well, I no, I have a shower bathtub, but it's just the fact that I have like an old school bathtub that's like I'm six foot and my bathtub built for something that's like five two. So like either I can have like my legs under the water or I can have the front half of me under the water with my legs straight up in the air. So yeah, I'm working on getting me a bathtub that I can actually fucking fit in. <laughs> you know, might as well just get the jet tubs with it, bro. Well, look, because my parents are old, I'm using this as an excuse that I can give me one of them fucking walk-in tubs. That's got like the door that you open and you walk in there and sit down and close it. Because they'll and, be using it too, right? Yeah, because yeah, the tub stands like that high and you just like open the door and you walk in and so it's got like tubs and it's like a one person jacuzzi. I'm like, you're old. You could totally use that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. And then I can just sit there and be like, <laughs> yeah. As soon as you install it, let them know, hey, hey, I get to try it first. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one I'm like, this is mine. This is my, I can do this first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of excited for that. So weird. Looks like yeah, a barber shop in here for some reason. <laughs> but anywho, now for all of our uh, little wrestling fans out there, we just got done watching what Class of the Castle. Yep, that was a good one. That was a good one. Some matches, yeah, but you know. Okay, you know how I told you that Oscar was not getting used right. Correct. You heard the reaction to her that she got over there in Wales. Way different than what she gets in the states. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sorry, dude. I was having just a moment during that first match. I was, uh, I, was I just who, okay. So who were you drooling over? All of them, really? Just yeah, just all of them. They just all started moving around. I'm like, oh, <laughs> just 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 Asian, Asian, just asses wiggling, ass. titties jiggling, <laughs> black ass, yes. Uh, Harley Quinn look alike. Uh, hey, 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 you give Alexa Bliss way more credit than that, motherfucker. Yeah, that's that way more credit than that. I, I got I don't know how else to do it, but yeah, she was she done it. She's way hotter than any fucking Harley Quinn look alike. And then Asuka, of course. Just, all of them, man. Bailey. I swear she's doing that shit on purpose. What? Just a little bit more baggier than it's supposed to be. They could be tight. Ba Bailey? Yes. Dude, have you okay? Go back and watch it when she used to wear just like like the shorts like she used to wear just like spandex shorts wrestle mm -hmm. go back and find some of those matches and you'll understand WWE. In, in wwe you'll understand why she's wearing the pants that she's wearing because all you could see was ass <laughs> 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 like legitimately uh -huh. that's just what it was what up losers uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i'm a dying <laughs> i love you too chance god you guys are fucking idiots <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just, which one? What? Which, out of the three, which one is the most manliest? I'm really do thinking it's Frank. It's Frank. <laughs> I'll, I'll put money on that all day long, bro. <laughs> but yeah, we were just, you know, watching some wrestling going on. And I mean, yeah, they had some really great matches, bro. They, they had fucking. I really did hope. I was just hoping that Sheamus would have taken it. Yeah. But I don't know. It, did have did you dude on on Twitter on there because I follow a bunch of wrestling pages and stuff like that, dude. The after, like Seamus, once he got backstage and sat down for a minute, dude, his chest just got worse. Yeah. Like that shit is shredded and black and blue. And how it just didn't bleed bleed is beyond me. It it scraped. Yeah. 
Well, and you got to think about that, dude, is because all all those what, what's happening is when when Gunther is hitting that, it's from the elbow to the hand. It's not a regular chop; it's a full arm slap <laughs> across that whole thing, just catching that whole thing. So all those cuts that he's got on there yeah. are from being hit so many times that it's that it tensions so much that the skin splits. <laughs> that that's the same thing as like why boxers bleed. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing all across his entire fucking chest. Yeah, that was brutal. And and I, and I love the fact that they didn't like, like that Gunther didn't call out his entourage or whatever yeah. this time or anything. But yeah, they had everybody in the back. Was there a reason why in the main event, Heyman and the Usos weren't allowed? Or was oh, just- no, it's not that they weren't allowed. It's the fucking Drew McIntyre beat their ass. Oh, okay. Like like fucking wreck shop on them. Okay. The, the other the day, guy. That's why. That's why little brother Uso showed up. Yeah, I saw him. I was like, ah, another one. Dude, <laughs> dude, there eight? There's, there's, there's like thirteen more. Is it, is, is it the Wayland brothers? Dude, is, it, is it another? Dude, the Wayans family is small compared to the Samoan wrestling lineage. Small, okay. Because you can go back to uh, fucking uh, rock. Well, dude, you can, find, you, you can go back to the fucking the wild Samoans. Fucking Roman Reigns' dad is one of the wild Samoans. Okay. So and then, and then Rocky, and, and then from there you get High Chief Peter Maivia, you get uh, Rikishi, you get The Rock, um, you get uh, Yokozuna, um, you have the Usos, you have Superfly Jimmy Snuka, you have all these dudes that were all part that, of this that are family. all part of the same lineage, that are all the same family tree, that are cousins and brothers and sisters and and all that shit. It's a fucking the wrestling business, especially WWF. <laughs> Would not be where it's at without that fucking family. Straight up. Like, it's just how it is. And Vince has never denied it. Yeah. Vince will tell you that Appa and Sika, the wild Samoans, carried the business for a while and trained these newer generation guys to carry the business and be what it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's no bullshit. These dudes these dudes are are all over in wrestling. And if they're not in the main wrestling, they're in the in the backs because homeboy just came up from little brother just came up from NXT. Was running over rough shot in NXT fucking people up. Okay. And before that there's guys in ROH. There's guys I get give it a couple weeks. There's gonna be one of them that's gonna pop up in AEW. I fucking swear to God one of them's gonna show up there at any fucking point in time. One of the one of the so ones. somebody in this fucking bloodline is going to show up in AEW, and as soon as they do, they're going to start beating people the fuck down. In a weird way, on how much I did not like him, right there at the end when he handed it over to Wardlow, I'm actually excited to see what MJF is going to look like or do, or just if he's even going to be the same moniker or what if he comes into WWF, because that would be fucking awesome. If he comes into WWF, he's going to do the exact same shit that Seth Rollins did. He's going to be under Triple H's wing, and he's going to learn how to be a mouth. And he's going to learn how to be a heel that you love and hate at the same fucking time. That's why I said, for some reason, I started to just like him after yeah. the Wardlow See, thing. It, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like as as a, it's, it's the weirdest thing. As a character, and as a character, 100%, I fucking hate the MJF character. Yeah. But I will watch every fucking promo he cuts. Every fucking one. Because he's so good at it. Mm-hmm. People that are just so good on the mic, that are that good on the microphone, that you just give them the microphone and be like, here, fucking do this, are fabulous to watch. And just to where he's going into this with The Miz, and that he was compared to him, mm-hmm. I- I'm sorry, but I think The Miz still doesn't have what he has. MJF, to me, is more popular, will be better than The Miz. As, as much as I do not like The Miz, uh-huh. as much as I do not like him, he gets shit on way more than he deserves. Yeah, he does. The dude works. The dude puts his time in. The dude can cut a promo. Oh, yeah. He can cut a promo. He's just, he started out the wrong way. Because everybody's like, oh, you fucking, you were an MTV reality star. And then you were fucking, are you tough enough fucking reality star shit? And then you got in here. And the dude, the dude, if you forget that shit and just put him in, in as a dude that showed up and learned how to wrestle, mm-hmm. he's, he's not, he's not bad. Do I like him? No. <laughs> I, I, I hate him. I hate his character, but that's what he's good at is being a heel. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you put him 
and MJF together, you're gonna have some incredible, fuck, incredible fucking promos. Would you rather see them against each other or together? Oh, against each other all day long. Okay, all day long. Okay, but in all honesty, I'd like to see it be MJF, The Miz, and Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> all three of them together, like in a fight, in like in like in like a three way. Okay, because that match would be fucking fire. Okay, freaking uh. And yes, I wanted to touch base with what you said. You didn't tell me exactly what it was, but I caught it. And then the, the Chris Ben Watcher. I have not been. <laughs> I've just seen so many cool memes on it. And if this gentleman, as one meme or one post said, gets fired, this cameraman, if he gets fired, I want to start a petition to get this motherfucker's job back because if, now, if he gets that, fired from WWE, AEW ought to hire that motherfucker the second he's fired. Yes. Apparently, there was a fan that had a shirt on and it said i am a better father than chris benoit ever will be or ever was. i'm a better just just better father than chris benoit <laughs> oh shit i was like dang, dang. And the best part was he's standing right next to his kid <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh and what well, that was a question that came up though on one of the social medias is name me name one wrestler that you would never the worst wrestler of all time and this dude came out and he goes there's two he goes i can't put one over the other but there's two he goes one chris benoit and everybody knows why because he was a piece of shit at the end a great wrestler all the way up until the last fucking day that he started doing all that shit. Probably up until the day that Eddie died. Okay? But his second choice was Grizzly Smith. Jake the Snake's dad. Yeah. Yeah. He said it was one of those two. He could not. He's like, I can't. Okay, so the, they're not talking about worst wrestlers. They're talking about worst people. Yeah. Like worst people who have been wrestlers. There's far worse people. There's far worse people than Chris Benoit. Really? Yes. Do you think New Jack is worse or... Look, I understand what Chris Benoit did is fucked up and incredibly jacked up and fucked up. But he killed his he killed his son, he killed his wife, and then he killed himself. There's people out there that were like Grizzly Smith that did that for generations. That brought in new wrestlers and did the same things to them and opened training camps and whored out the girls. Watch the shit about Fabulous Moolah. The dark side? Okay, yeah, that's what I haven't caught you. Watch that shit. You want to hear about somebody that's fucked up? Watch that shit about the fabulous Moolah and watch what she did to girls when they were starting to wrestle. With Grizzly Smith or what? Well, just with her camp. Okay. There's far, like, Grizzly Smith is a piece of shit. Trust me. And I'm not standing up for Chris Benoit in any way, shape, or form, but Chris Benoit had one thing. He killed himself, he killed his wife, he killed his kid. Had one thing. The one thing that ruined it. Yeah, the yeah. one thing that ruined it all. Fabulous Mula has literally effect on generations of people. Still to this day? Yeah. Okay. Like until she died, like still, there was some shit that was going on all the time. Just like Grizzly Smith. And see, I never watched her wrestle. I saw her maybe a couple times yeah. in the ring, like just being there. But the most time I ever heard or saw anything of her was on that uh, wrestling cartoon that they had out there for a while. Yeah. 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 Well, see, and the, the, there'll be more stuff coming because that uh, the Vice and Seven Buck Productions are doing the Tales from the Territory shit. Mm -hmm. um, and they're working on season four of Dark Side of the Ring at the same time. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Trust me, it's not a. That, yeah, there's still a lot of stuff to talk about a lot of people. Um. What story have you not been touched by? We, like, we know what happened or so forth, but what's a story that you want to see more of from which wrestler or what? In what event? What something? I, I, I'm, ho I'm, ho I'm hoping that, like, and I don't necessarily want to be in the dark side of the ring. Like, I'd like it to be, like, maybe in the Tales from the Territories or if, if they start doing, like, another season of the, the biography or something like that. Th those are going good. Yeah, see, if, if A&E if A does more of those, I hope that somebody does one on Bobby Heenan. Yeah. Because Bobby Heenan, no, there's a lot of people that are our age that don't know that he was a fucking wrestler. Yeah. That have no idea that Bobby Heenan was a legit fucking wrestler. Was he a tag team with Gorilla Monsoon or you just wrestled with No, him? they wrestled against each other. And I think they, I think they might have tag team once or twice, but yeah. I used to love their promos. See, that's a lot of things that like the people don't know is that the Bobby Heenan, like Bobby Heenan used to be like a legit 
fucking like wrestler back in yeah. the day out there in his trunks and his fucking gloves and shit and grill him on soon. Same fucking thing. A lot of the guys that they were like, oh, they all they know him about is as, as announcers. And trust me, Bobby Heenan was great as as a commentator and as a heel and as a manager and shit like that was great. But the dude was a technically sound fucking wrestler. See, and I never got to see him wrestle. When I started watching wrestling from the first time, knowing what wrestling was, yeah. it was he was already manager yeah. to yeah, because uh, we we, well, we all got it. We got manager to Andre the Giant. Yeah, see, we all got introduced to him in the eighties. I had to go back and find that shit out. Yeah. Like it's something. The other part is that most people don't know is that uh, uh, the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many entrance songs he wrote? A lot of them. He did Shawn Michaels. Hmm. He's the voice that, uh, sexy boy. It's not a chick. It's fucking Jimmy Hart auto-tuned up. Dude, go look at that soundtrack of the NWO. Or not NWO. He did the Wolfpack song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it says it on there. Yeah. Jimmy Hart. I'm like, all them guys. Like, they used to irritate me. But then again, when you're a kid, you want, yeah, I want the heroes, Hulk Hogan, you know. Nowadays, it's like, I wish I would have just knew this back then. Like, trust me. The the villains are always way cooler, bro. Listen to what they're saying. Jim Cornette, (laughs) Brother Love. Uh Uh-huh. And the, all these motherfuckers are still part of this shit till this day, yep. and they're still just right under there. It's like, you guys had a lot more, and that's the reason why fucking wrestling is where it's at. Today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, trust me, Jim Cornette needs to shut the fuck up about some shit. <laughs> fucking... You but know. but that's part of wrestling, though, man. I mean, it's just what it is. Like, Jim Cornette's talking hella shit on AEW. And, but it's just because it's fucking Jim Cornette. And granted, some of it is not unfounded. Like, I mean, there's punches that are get thrown in AEW that aren't even close to motherfuckers react to. But I could show you a couple pieces in that fucking pay-per-view last night where the same shit happened. Where they attacked AEW? Where, where, no, no. Where somebody threw a punch and it wasn't within like six inches and they still fucking reacted to it. Because that's what Jim Cornette's shitting on AEW about. Is that they're throwing punches and not even contacting people. Like, oh, God, and reacting to them. Yeah, they're just following. Yeah, that, he, that he's just, he's just calling them, them bullshit wrestlers and they don't ever make any contact and blah, blah, blah. And then Jericho and Triple H are talking shit, too. Mm-hmm. But, but here's the thing. I guarantee you that's a shoot. I guarantee you Triple H and Chris Jericho are doing it just to share the fucking rivalry right now because they know, look, Vince has got an ego in this. Uh Triple H knows exactly how the business works. And if AEW's head man, which is fucking Chris Jericho over there, is the golden boy, Mm -hmm. and Triple H starts to take over the company and they used to wrestle and feud and shit, and now they get to shit on each other and talk shit, that means both companies are getting attention. People are going to start, they're going to start fucking doing like, they're going to start that Monday, oh, fucking, I'm AEW, oh, I'm WWF, but they get to start that shit again where everybody's talking shit and they get to make references, because they already call each other out all the time in people's fucking promos. Yeah. Triple H. I heard the John Moxley one. Triple H isn't stupid. He's not. He knows where the he knows he kn- and he he's one of the dudes that helped break kayfabe, so he knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. He's not stupid about it. Yeah. So he he and it's I mean I'm not saying him and Jericho are buddies by any means, but I will tell you that him and Jericho are smart enough to be like, look, I didn't like you, but we could both make money off the fact that I don't fucking like you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so crazy because back it back in the day it was WWF and then it was NWA which switched over to WCW yeah. and then it went to like WCCW or something for a minute and then it went right back to WCW when the war started. Yep. And then Impact, dude. I keep seeing like little snippets of Impact. I, I want to get where all that footage is at. M- Impact used to be, Impact had a while where it was some solid, like it was a legit business. Like there was a lot of dudes in there, bro. Yeah. Well, everybody that I see, Hogan's coming out, uh, Razor or Scott Hall. Yeah, I was going to say Scott Hall, Kevin Nash was there, Kurt Angle was there, uh, Sting. Sting was there, uh, Rick Rude was there, AJ Styles was there. Um, the Dudley boys were there. The Hardys. Uh, yeah, the Hardy boys came get that. That's where like Broken Matt Hardy came from. Is fucking from the Impact and shit like that. Okay. There's, there's, Shel- yeah, Shelton Benjamin, fucking uh, Bobby Lashley, all kinds of yeah, dude. There's a lot of dudes that worked in Impact. Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe was in Impact for a while. 
And Samoa Joe was a beast in Impact. And that was not like an extension of ECW or nothing. No. That's his own one, right? Impact used to be down. They had like this one arena. They had booked up like on a universal lot or something like that. that They just went in and shot. And it was like a hundred person arena. And they went in there and they just shot. And that's where they did it. It was was a one one place where they shot everything. Was it always a six-sided ring? No. It started off as a... It, it was just that was a thing. That, circle. That that was a thing that happened every once in a while because they they also had the ones that had the uh, they would do the title matches that had the fucking uh, like I beams and shit that went across in an X mm-hmm. that were out the so the belt was hanging right there in the center that you could crawl up the I beams and shit and they had like cords and stuff that would go across it. They I watched AJ Styles impress me the most in Impact. Okay, like he did like him and uh, what like Chris Sabian. Um, and shit like that. There's a lot of dudes that don't get talked about now that are still in like Ring of Honor and shit like that. That in Impact did some crazy shit. Okay. My fuckers can't figure out how to take a selfie. It runs in the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've all tried to hold the camera once so far. It's funny. Oh, you guys can hear it. <laughs> the worst picture taker ever. Not. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, we should probably shut the fuck up about wrestling again. <laughs> we do this every third episode. Every third. <laughs> All them pay-per-views, man. Right? All them pay-per-views. All right. I, I, I don't want to let... Um, there is one movie out there that I'm trying to get, not necessarily a hold of, but more of trying to get... Ass Masters 37. No. Oh. That one was last night. Um no the sadness i do want to watch that movie the sadness and whenever i can get a hold of it or find out maybe i'll just buy shutter tonight i don't know but yeah that one i've been wanting to watch and then there was a few others that i've watched but there's it's just i don't know when it took toll but i guess you can say like after like leaving all the beliefs and like no i don't believe shit here like nothing has ever really like given me like a scare or a, or a shock factor or anything other than i mean need i say fucking human centipede but that was that, that's a whole different thing yeah and anybody who knows that one the first one if you're gonna watch the fucking movie just watch the first one and let it go yeah if you want to be creeped out about it cool watch the second one but i warn you like somebody like the the review that the other girl was talking about with all these other movies she stated that one of the movies that she watched was worse in the first five minutes than it was in the full trilogy of human centipede damn i've watched that movie ah yeah human centipede 2 to me way worse still takes those toll. okay and the sad thing is it's a black and white (laughs) so but anybody who wants the comic factor the comic relief of it watch part three because it's it's really not that gross yeah it's gross but it's not yeah so (laughs) i don't know that's fair that's fair but yeah is there a movie or show you suggest like i'm not trying to be like i want to come back to work i'm like dude i'm fucking scared like no i'm just like have you watched any of jordan pills horror movies nope and all that yeah no you should watch jordan pills horror movies i watched uh which one the one that the family that's the, the the clones or whatever and they're like bad save us or something get out get out yeah i've watched that one that one yeah that was creepy yeah. but to me that one gave me the same creep factor of parasite did you yeah. ever watch parasite yeah. that one was weird yeah <laughs> oh look yeah i horror movies don't make me go Ooh. yeah they never have that's i've never watched horror movies and be like oh i'm scared yeah. like it's not a thing ever no see jason and friday the 13th and all that shit the dude the music would come on i'd leave the room and when i was like, really yeah, because I was just like, oh. but Freddy, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That one was one that I, okay, I'll watch this one. But for some reason, Jason was a yeah. scary see, and, motherfucker. And like, there, I remember there was a there was a black and white version of uh, Murders in the Rue Morgue that I that I watched. Like, I snuck out and watched. Like, I think my parents were watching it one night, and I snuck out and watched it when I was like three or four. 
Mm-hmm. And that had some of the creepiest music that I've ever heard. And Murders in the Rue Morgue, um, this version, it ends up being that they somebody is trying to gorilla to go into these apartments and kill people. So you but you never actually see it. It's all it's all like ambiance and shadow and stuff like that. Which seems way scarier than when you actually see the shit. Mm-hmm. Like when it's just your yeah, so like like three or four I, I saw that. That fucked me up. Like that scared the shit out of me. But since then, nothing. Hmm. Like I, I've had Shutter before, and I've gone through Shutter and just watch movies and watch. Like I'll sit there and watch like back to back like horror movies. Just back and that to back. one's like dedicated to. Horror. Oh, dude, Shutter! If you like horror movies, Shutter's fucking dope. Okay. Yeah, Shutter's dope. All right. So, what is a good horror movie that you have come across that you, you don't mind it, but it's still not like a scare factor? One example to you was uh, High Tension. Yeah, I have that movie. Yeah, and I saw it that it was on Tubi, so I threw it on again. To started watching it, you know. Have you watched Tusk yet? Tusk? Tusk. Is that the from Kevin, Kevin Smith? Smith? No. Watch Tusk. What's it on? Do you know? Uh, I don't know honestly. But if you can find Tusk, watch Tusk, dude. Elaborate. I'm gonna look it up. See, because that's that's like a Kevin Smith horror movie. Because he get the basically the dude is is is. Uh, brought in by another guy for certain pretenses and ends up being slowly transformed into something else. Okay. And it's it's HBO Max. See, there you go. If you can watch, dude, watch Tusk. Okay. Legitimately, like it's it's not a it's not it's it's is it's, it Kevin Smith? It, it was yeah. It's, it's I'm not going to tell you like it's a Kevin Smith like ha 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 funny funny no, like no, it's just, it's a Kevin Smith horror movie. Okay. Like straight up like it's a Kevin Smith like cerebral horror movie. Like it's not like he made a slasher film. Like he didn't do like Death Proof and shit like that. Like he made like a like a horror movie like a high tension horror movie. So it's like high tension. Yeah. It's okay. it's it's a cerebral one, mm-hmm. but it's 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 really well done. And I mean, there's some jokes in it and shit like that, but it's really it's it's a well done show. Okay. That one I will. Yeah, t- Tusk is good. Okay. Okay. Um, I I got to say like how I like Red State, like how Red State's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Like I will put Tusk up there in probably my top four of Kevin Smith movies. Like Tusk is actually a really good movie. Huh. People people give it a lot of shit for for the premise of what it is. And granted, if somebody just tells you the premise of it, you're like, what the fuck? But to watch the movie, you're like, okay, that's kind of creepy okay i will actually take the time either tonight or tomorrow sometime and watch it yeah so real quick we'll get back on the on the horror films because this is still speaking of films we as you saw and we till we talked about it on a few episodes ago yes albion took yeah i I need to know his review on this yes this is what we're gonna do so the actual movie sorry guys (laughs) okay so the actual movie is as mike stated this before on the podcast it's crazy samurai 400 versus one okay one of the best action films in recent years by asian movie pulse and while i'm looking for the review i will let mike give you the spill on the back See, and, that and sold it and here's him. the thing the thing the thing that caught my eye and, and before all this i will i will fully admit that besides the synopsis and what they said on the back is i i know the stories of musashi like that's the thing that i've always known that i've there's plenty of samurai movies that are based on musashi that i've watched for years so i know the story and i know the story that this film is telling okay so this the story that they're telling in this movie is great it's a fantastic story that's been told many times but the reason i thought about it is because they have this one where it's the world's first 77 minute one take action film sequence which made me go okay that should be fucking dope continuous shot never yeah it's one shot there's no break there's no cuts it's one shot and they're they're not wrong it's exactly what it is Mm -hmm. it's just the dude's only got three moves yeah so that that's my only problem with it so as you're holding that or as you're looking at that albion who we've had on the show before he watched it and his review was I'm actually pretty impressed with it. Boring as hell as it might be, the majority of the movie was only one take, which meant everyone had to not fuck up for an hour straight. 
The fuck ups were minimal, if at all. He didn't even get a boom mic or cameraman shadow in the shot, so he was pretty impressive on that. It's also based on a real person from history, and while he didn't go 400 to 1, he holds the record for the most duels won. Yes. Second place is about half of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but Musashi, that is, yeah, he is known as a duelist. Yeah. And then last, you know, I was asking him, like, yeah, you know, let's take out this 75 minute, you know, thing. The beginning part and the end part. Fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said, honestly, I wasn't paying full attention to it. It was kind of like background music. I did enjoy the set and what it took to film it, but stabbing people with a sword for over 60 <laughs> minutes hasn't been able to hold my full attention since I was like six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, d- technically. Technically, the technicality of doing that of doing that seventy-seven minute thing is impressive as fuck. Because if about twenty minutes into it, you realize that there's maybe only thirty-five guys. Yeah, and as they get hit and they fall, <laughs> and they fall and they roll out of the street and then they come back in. You'll yeah. see them on the ground. They won't move, but then the com- the camera kind of moves to the left a little bit. So as they're out of frame, they pop up, yeah. circle back around, and come back in. Yeah, there had to have been some extra guys in the back, like here's flapping. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this way, go yeah. this way. Now, anybody who did watch this, it's the continuous shot is forever, but one of the parts like i said when it kind of draws back you can see them in the distance mm-hmm. and then they make their way across the bridge that was kind of neat yeah. so i went with that and then i mean anybody who does watch it please if you don't want to watch the continuous scene you want to watch it for maybe five minutes okay I, I get it i get it watch the beginning because right there that attack right on that fucking yeah. the, kid, the, the, the very beginning and oh. the very end of that movie if you just take like those like 15 minutes and put it there that is a fantastic beautiful fucking short film yeah if you want to watch a technically, I mean, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not knocking the technicality, the choreography, the cinematography, even of that shot. It just doesn't hold your attention the whole time. Just like Albion said, just after a while, you're like, fucking, okay, I get it. Step, hop, stab, hit the dude in the head, hop, stab, drink water, drink water. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He had a water no matter what. Yeah, dude, he had, he had waters hidden all over that town along with new fucking swords. Okay, so the thing that was great about this for anybody who catches like the odd cinematic details that they do in these movies, the rain in the circle, that was funny. Yeah. Because you just see it in the... They zoom out just far enough that you can see where the rain ends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I give them credit because the set they had obviously wasn't that big because that dude goes across that bridge 12 fucking times. Yeah. Just different <laughs> angles. Just different angles that motherfucker runs across that bridge. Okay, so... Coming back, yes, if you guys want to watch that movie, go watch it. Coming back, uh, real quick, we'll come back to the movies, but uh, real quick, Six Flags update was just this last week, I guess he showed me a message and it said something like, oh, baby, this pussy is all yours, but I need my nutrients, which to where I understood she needed food before she decided to give him this pussy. And I didn't see what he said, but he told me what he said. And basically he took the joke as I'll pass. And he said, I'll pass to her. I'm like, dude, did, did they, does she have like a girlfriend that they're bringing in? I don't know, but you saw that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just, I just curious. You know, he, well, might go from six flags to 12 flags. <laughs> At the rave, remember? Yeah, she was. Yeah, like kind of. I'm just saying. I just. Yeah. So yeah, there's your update. You know, they haven't moved in yet, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Hey, but but you know, he bought her some shoes, so they'll be the same height. <laughs> so they're about ten inch flats. <laughs> yeah. Ten Did you not flat? see them? No. Oh yeah, no. There's there's two different sets. And so she comes like right. Yeah, the ten inches. They're ten inch platforms. Oh. Yeah, it's, yeah, he bought her lift kit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not one for his car, but he already had one. Yeah. He, dude, he bought her one that's bigger than what he bought for his car. <laughs> that's sad. So, coming back to horror films, bro. Let me know, like, what are some great films that you've obviously like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all those and stuff. Dude, all, all time, dude. Like Pumpkinhead is still one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Yeah, underrated ones, yeah. It, no, it's it's a shit movie. Well, yeah. like legitimately, like Pumpkinhead is a shit movie, but I fucking love that show. Okay. It is so good. Um, and they had a couple, they had a pumpkin too, right? Like, yeah, there was like two or three of them. Okay. Um, 
again, like fucking Scrub said, dude. And it, it's it's weird. It's one of those ones that gets thrown into a horror movie section, but I don't know if it's really a horror movie or not. Is The Giver. Mm-hmm. Fucking fantastic show. The Giver. The Giver. It's Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's in there. And it's it's like a uh What did you think of the Twilight Zone movie? Which one? The original one or the new ones? Oh, no, the original. The original ones? The There's something on the wing. Some thing. The William Shatner one? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, dude, dude, it was exactly what it was supposed to be. It was, and you, and, and that that it, scared me then. Really? Yeah. Dude, in all honesty, dude, the old black and white Twilight episodes are way scarier than any of the new shit. <laughs> okay, so the thing on the wing, that was on the movie, right? Yeah. What was the part that was like when they were driving home or something? In the woods. Wow. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd wasn't in the movie right you might be thinking about creep show no 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 i remember creep show creep show 2 i've never seen creep show 1 i've seen creep show 2 and you've I never seen the original creep show i've never Dude. had a chance is it a three-parter as well just watch the original creep show like, i'm not gonna tell you shit about it watch the original creep show okay it's good no that first time i ever saw a creep show it was creep show 2 and i watched it yeah i know that one yeah the original creep show is dope yeah okay uh, um what coolies <laughs> ghoulies fuck ghoulies too was funny the the uh, carnival what is it um house the house with the finger that 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 like where the, where the construction workers start coming out of the wall i don't remember there's there's the house and the gate mm-hmm. um i, I want to say the gate's the one with the finger that comes out of the wall and the house is the one where the construction workers start coming out of the walls to kill the kids hmm that one was dope. Okay. Now, I remember the covers of House and House 2 because it was like a hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The house and the hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, let's see. Ghoulies, to me, was like a knockoff of, like, you had Gremlins that came out. Yeah. And then you had Ghoulies and all this stuff. And then you had uh, Critters. Critters and Chud. Yeah. <laughs> critters, to me, was just. Look, crit- Critters was. Uh... That was scary for the, what they were. Like the little fucking creatures. Out of it all it of was Attack of the Killer Tomatoes with furry balls instead of tomatoes is basically all it was. <laughs> yes, yes. Did you ever watch those shows? Did you ever watch no. the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes shows? No. Oh, my God. Those are so fucking amazing like they're bad but they those those are like right on par with trauma films dude like they know exactly what they are and they're fucking about it it's so fun okay like those those were so bad but so popular they got turned into a fucking cartoon yeah i remember seeing the cartoon a little bit and the cartoon was cheesy oh yeah yeah but dude the cartoon was more realistic than the movie was but like there, there's scenes in like the, the the movie where like literally you could tell they were just throwing tomatoes at the dude he's like oh god <laughs> but they're attacking him. Yeah, they're like, oh god, they're gonna kill me. Ah, it's like they're just throwing tomatoes at you, motherfucker. Calm down. <laughs> this always comes back down to the whole like where were they having a meeting and somebody said, Let's make a movie about a tornado with sharks in it. And now they're up to five. Dude, I I wish Sharknado would have been made in the eighties. It would have been so much fucking cooler. The blob. The blob. You remember that one? Are you talking the original or the eighties version? The eighties. The eighties version. See, and and like that, like the the original version of the blob was cool. Uh, James Caan in the original blob, cool movie. Re- remake in the eighties was great. The original version of the thing, fantastic fucking movie. They got no the original version, the black and white version where it's it's Marshall Dillon is the monster. Yeah, because the original one is a black and white version of Marshall Dillon. The guy played Marshall Dillon in uh, uh, fucking one of the shows was the monster but the remake with kurt russell is probably one of the best horror movies of all time of the thing the thing thing with kurt russell if you haven't watched that that is that before you watch anything else if you haven't watched the thing with kurt russell watch that do i should i watch the original thing first though no okay no you don't have to like the original thing is like the old school black and white like original universal horror monster style like it's it's cool and i like it but it's just because i grew up watching as a kid but the the kurt russell version James Cameron? Did he do that? Yes. I think yeah, James Cameron, fucking Kurt Russell, 1980s the thing. That one's fucking great. And that one has some beautiful special effects and has one of the greatest lines ever spoken in a horror movie and it was not written. Just they were standing there live when the special effects started to happen the dude was like, "What the fuck?" And it wasn't a written line, it was legitimately the dude reacting to the special effects happening in front of him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
So that's an actual line then. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's in the movie just like what the fuck. Yeah, it's just the dude's like what in the hell and it's dude and granted it's it's Kurt Russell's fantastic in it. The the soundtrack is great. Um the three-headed dog and the head, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. But if you watch that movie, you will know exactly what I mean by the three-headed dog and the head. Okay. And the the head is the head is the is the special effects that produces the line what the fuck. Okay. Lad homie. So how cheesy would you compare these to like Big Trouble in Little China? Cuz that one is a great one. Too. The thing is a better movie. Is a is like cheesy wise and horror factor wise, like it's the it's a legit movie. Okay. It's good. Okay. It's very well done. And then what was the other one I was thinking about? Because these were all 80s films that just, oh, um, Night of the Living Dead, the George Romero version. Yeah. But See, and I, and I like those, but the the thing with Kurt Russell is a, is a far more highly paid budget production. Okay. Yeah. See, back in the day when I saw that one, do you remember the one when they remade it, the 80s version that had the same dude that played <laughs> Can- Candyman? <laughs> that version, like, I don't know what it was, but at that time when I watched it, that's when I pretty much grew a fear of zombies. Like, really? I, I was in fear of zombies, like how I used to be in fear of spiders. See, and, and the, the more I, I watched the, the, Romero, the Romero Moore movies, the less I did, uh, the less I, I ever feared a zombie. Well, yeah. Yeah, like eventually, I was like, I'm just gonna be the dude on top of the building calling the shots. Like, <laughs> I fucking know I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just, I, I don't know what it was that caused zombies to just become a fear. Resident Evil took it away though. Yeah, the mo- the, the movie or the video games? The movie, no, the video games. Are... The, the video games are way better at instilling it in you. Oh yeah. Than they are fucking getting rid of you. Oh, but yeah. that's just because they designed them janky ass controls. It's the ones where they turn every time. Every- well, yeah, and they, that was the thing is they that's. Legitimately designed into the game mm-hmm. that your control that your controls react that way. Yeah, so that every once in a while, just, so it's it's just you don't always have full control the way you would if you were terrified. You don't. You're like, ah, oh fuck! And so your character gets all stupid and janky. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that one, man, it's fucking crazy. When seven came out, the first first yeah. person shooter one, I started playing it. And I was going through the house. I was going upstairs, doing all this stuff. And I don't know what caused it to be, but I like took headphones off or whatever, and I put on headphones with music, and I played the rest of the game on music. Yeah. And I just never heard anything. I didn't hear no sounds. And then like when a monster would come up behind me, it, you know, it'd like make yeah. me bump. And then all of a sudden I just turn around and he's all just like barely hitting me. And I'm like, oh, just step back. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> so- if, if you want to take the power out of anything that's designed to be scary, yeah. Like any horror movie or game, if you want to take the power out of it, God. put something, just just put on music over it. Yeah. Because if you don't have the sounds, if you don't have the uh, 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 and the creaking noises from the floor and the ambient music that they have, that that is ninety percent of where fear comes from. It triggers that in your head. Is because it just it just makes you feel something that you can't like. If you were there, it's a different thing. But playing it through a video game or watching like that, the sounds are way more integral to your fear than what you're seeing. Just because it's it re, it makes everything else react first, and then what you see is like, oh fuck. Nah. Because it keeps you with such a high tension that as soon as anything shows up, as soon as that jump scare happens, you're already fucking terrified, waiting for something to happen. But if you take away, if you're walking, it's like the last time I went to a haunted house. Okay. I think I've told the story is I walked through the entire house singing Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution by ACDC. I ruined an entire haunted house for groups of people because no matter where you were in that fucking thing, you could hear me at the top of my lungs screaming rock and roll ain't noise pollution as loud as I fucking could. And if that's happening while somebody's trying to chase you with a chainsaw or some clown girl's trying to sneak up on you, it ain't going to fucking happen. It ain't going to make you scared because you're too busy going. <laughs> where the fuck is that coming from? Like, what the? Because f- it was it was in uh the strip mall that's right there behind the Leighton Mall. It was one of the ones that got built in there for a season. Okay. So, like, the walls were, like, 12 foot high, but there was still eight feet of ceiling exposed there where, as long as I yelled loud enough, everybody could hear it. Everybody it echoed echo. through there, yeah. So, my stoned ass, rock and roll, hey, no, just loud as fuck the entire time, bro. And it's hard to be scared when you can hear some asshole three doors down screaming that shit. That'll fuck up the whole ambience of everything. It's just how it is. Okay. And 
<laughs> okay. And you were just stoned. Or oh, what? dude, I was high as balls, bro. Josh fucking tore back. Because I, I think it was me and he who should not be named and a, our girlfriends at the time and shit like that and a couple other people. And, like, there was lines of people out there. And I was like, oh, it's so scary. When did you start? Like, when did you officially start singing it? Oh, second room. Like, we got in, dude. And I'm like, okay. And that second door closed and it's fucking like the, the scene where, like, oh, I'm working in here. Blah, 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 blah. Was like, cut him open with the chainsaw. And I'm like, rock and roll. And I just fucking went for it. Just fucking balls out as loud as I I could just <laughs> sung my fucking stoned ass off through every fucking room and just kept on repeat yeah on, just on repeat just the chorus just okay, right, yeah i think it, i think at the end of it like i transferred over to for those about to rock and started doing the cannon fire noises i was like for those around to rock boom like i'm fucking batista doing his entrance music or some shit like that <laughs> okay. just loud as i fucking could until we got out and when i got out like you can see that people could hear me because there was people at the fucking line be like oh, like coming out and they heard him like oh fuck thank god he's gonna be gone all right now we can go in like people were legit mad because I was so loud in there that there was no way you could be fucking scared of anything because some asshole singing ACDC in the distance. It's just how it goes. If you want to take the power away of something being scary, just totally take the ambience out of it. It's the easiest thing in the world to fucking do. Sing ACDC. You'll never be scared of anything. 